Hey, are you looking to buy or sell real estate? You've got questions. We've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's going to be great. Featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team for You. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen. Thanks, Jacob. And Adu, whoever that is. You just know it's coming, don't you, Jacob? <laughs> Our boy, Adu. <laughs> adu. Mm, adu, yes, of course. Well, thank Further you. adu. Further adu, yeah. yes, yes. He's the second of the lineage. His father <laughs> is former Adu. <laughs> All right, well, we should have a great, ado. <laughs> great show today. Uh, we have some in-studio team members with us today. So uh, since you just waved, <laughs> Bill, would you like to introduce yourself and tell a little bit about you? Sure. My name is Bill Grindy. I've been with the team here for about two months now. I'm really enjoying it, and uh, it's and exciting. What's, what's your rap name? <laughs> In high school, <laughs> I was Bizzle Grizzle. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where'd you go to high school? Oh, man. I went cool. to DeForest High School. Yes. So everybody, <laughs> Bizzle Grizzles up in here. <laughs> up in the house. Uh, well, in eighth grade, we had a, had a band called the Mute Buttons. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. <laughs> you had a band? Buttons? Yeah. Yeah, we what, had a band. What did you do? It was, a fake, it was a fake band. I was the singer, and then like six of my buddies were like drummers. And so you just listened. Guitars. Wait a minute. You, you had six buddies that were all drummers? <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard, too. <laughs> six buddies that were drummers. Oh that was a loud boy. garage band. Uh, <laughs> we never actually played really loud. a tune. It was just... Oh, you were mute. Was, it was, it was like a club, almost. It was one drum set, <laughs> and each uh, member got one drum. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so what'd you sing? Uh, well, we actually did the eighth grade choir. All of us Ooh. guys joined choir for that one nice. year, and none of us could sing. But I mean, it was just. <laughs> but you could rap, though. It, were there like girls or what? It just turned into this thing, and then all of a sudden we're all in <laughs> choir, and now we're singing very out of key and very out of tune. And nice. then, so we got dubbed the mute button, so you could just oh, like hit mute awesome. and not listen. To that's it. awesome. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> it's being recorded. Your buddy's still in the area? Uh, most of them are still in the area. Oh, we should yeah. call them. All right. Well. Yep. I haven't talked to him since high school. Are you part of the mute buttons? <laughs> mute buttons <laughs> unite. Oh nice. Mute buttons, where you at? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you. Sure. <laughs> we need to add you to Bill's SOI mute buttons. <laughs> Some of them are on there. Oh, Some oh, of them are on oh there. my goodness. Oh, so anyway. Uh, All right, moving on. Yeah. So glad we started with this. Yes. <laughs> and also, Katie oh. is in the podcast Hi there. room. Yes. What's going on? Hey, did you play uh, the drums? Yeah. Yeah, this is my, what is it, fourth, third or fourth time on the uh, podcast now. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. You're going to get a letter jacket soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess so. Varsity. Boop, boop, boop. All right. So we were talking a little bit about diving into chatting about the luxury market. I know, uh, Bill, you have kind of a, a luxury listing coming up that we'll talk about in a little mm -hmm. bit. But I know when we were planning marketing, it's kind of like what's different between, you know, more of a you know three four hundred thousand dollar house as to when you're marketing a million, two million, three million dollar house. Right. So. Um, yeah, why I mean, don't we, we jump went. In? Yeah, we we kind of went out of the box with our marketing on this potential listing. Um, as far as running a news story in the media, as far as front page on the local newspaper that this house is coming for sale, all the way up to maybe an art viewing at the house with a high-end cocktail party. I mean, it's just things on a listing of this size that you got to think about, whereas a $300,000 house, you don't. I mean, you just list it, you market it on your social media, and it sells quickly. It's it's more out of the box thinking on marketing homes this size. So it reminds me of like, what is it like selling sunset or like mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. whatever those are, which those shows are so addicting without the drama, of course. Just yes. We don't have any of that here. <laughs> I just want to see Bill walk around with a waiter. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be good at it. And I'd be good at it. That's great. He'll so be rapping the whole time, like Carol Baskin. <laughs> <And it> talks. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to have our, our special group in the mute buttons doing their new song, Carol Baskin. <laughs> Selling <laughs> Sun Prairie. There you Coming go. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. 
the, I mean, because the first issue you have in the luxury market is target marketing. I mean, even folks that can afford that kind of a property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like sitting down and really thinking about who would want to be in this location that has that kind of a budget. Right. right? So I was thinking, I mean, I came from the insurance industry, so AmFam is close to town and those guys make way too much money for what they do. So, I mean, those kind of guys, um, higher up at AmFam, uh, I would say, I, I like the, I like the insurance market. And then I got a cousin, uh, who's the head of, what was that skin cell no stem cell research over at uw and so he's got a big time in with all the doctors at uw and i just feel like those are kind of our target markets is insurance industry and hospital industry yeah because even um because this particular property is in some prairie mm-hmm. and um it's kind of like having a property in some prairie that's a million or over what what's the pull and i mean i can totally see like if you want it's going to be schools or it's close to what you want it to be close to Mm -hmm. right so it's kind of digging into those factors yeah and it's got to meet your eye architecturally as well i mean when you're buying a million dollar house you want the same kind of style that the previous owner slash architect slash inventor of the house had so i mean the curved edges around the roof i mean the massive amount of windows that it may or may not have it's just and the interior finishes it's it's all got to line up to that perfect potential buyer just having this square footage of the size of this house too right yeah it's crazy Mm -hmm. so jacob when you're thinking about marketing luxury homes where does your brain go well first i need to know what's our time frame Mm -hmm. like how much time do we have to to do this because i know Luxury homes typically take a lot longer. They sit on the market for quite a while just because there's such a smaller pool of buyers. But it, in the rare opportunity when you get to sell um, a house that's just something really special and, and above what most houses are, then my brain goes to, okay, let's pull out all the stops. <laughs> let's be really creative. Let's find new ways and like let's have some fun with it. Because uh, luxury homes are fun. Um, and as Bill kind of mentioned, um, you know, if anytime you can get something in the news cycle uh, is always a good thing because it's free. It's free marketing if you can get that PR going. So if you can find something, you know, there's luxury homes, but if you can find a story behind that luxury home that makes it super unique craft it into a story that's digestible and that the news can just like, oh, that's a clickbait article. Uh, you got a lot of potential to make some moves with it. And even on this podcast, there's been a couple times when we've talked about luxury homes in Wisconsin because they're in the news, you know, because right. some realtor was like, you know what, this would be a great news article. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously not every luxury home is going to make the news, but the one that we keep having our eyes on right now that we keep kind of subtly referencing without directly referencing uh has that potential at least mm-hmm. i think the drone that. footage be exciting to do too oh yeah for sure have you fly up the driveway right to the house how do you get um a, like a luxury listing to be on the news do you like write to the news station or yeah kind of bring it up as a story and like pitch it to them as a story there's a couple ways to do it um one way is there's actually these websites out there that uh Basically, they're, they're these PR wires websites. You, you put the story out there, and then news agencies will, if they're interested, they grab it. But you can also always just contact your local newspaper. Um, nice. Your, you know, the Sun Prairie Star or whatever, and the call, you know, the local news channels. They're always looking for something, and sure. they'll, they'll take it if they can find it. If it, if it, if it's a narrative that people are interested in. Right. Yeah, it's got to have substance behind it other yeah. than, hey, look oh, at my Oh, it's expensive. Whatever yeah. million dollar <laughs> listing. Oh, great. Nobody cares. Yeah, right. right. No, it's got to have... But s- if you have a story about it and if it, it tells a story and if it's historic in the in the township, well, then the newspaper or the, the news station's ears perk up and say, hey, you know, maybe there's something here. Maybe we need to listen and maybe we need to air something about it. So. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 
Very I'm excited cool. to start it. Yeah. I wish we could talk about it more. <laughs> right. Soon, soon. It's coming. Soon, it's coming. But what, what do you guys classify? I mean, aside from this house we keep getting excited about, which prompted this whole topic, what do you, what is luxury home? What's the price point in our southern Wisconsin, south central Wisconsin zone? <laughs> well, it keeps lighting up. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> so it's I almost mean, like you can't say a million dollar house anymore. It's a luxury home. Yeah. Square footage, location, uh, amenities to the in the house. So you can't say price point. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, to I mean, it used to be that you could be like, oh, if it was over six hundred, but now just new <laughs> construction is like mm-hmm. six hundred thousand. So, I mean, I would think if you're getting into the eight hundred, nine hundred, a million and up depending on the the home's amenities and things like that and where it's located that's i mean that's moving upwards i guess the word luxury luxury. means for me would be interior finishes Mm. to me anyway (laughs) what kind of what kind of finishes well you're talking about the high-end appliances high-end um it could be trim windows doors so everything inside upgraded I picture like the huge refrigerator. Yeah, like the d- the, the double, double sub- big sub-zero. The sub-zero. Yes, sub-zero, that's it. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I picture a massive pool with like 10 acres off the back of it, yes. all wooded lot. Beautiful Tennis views. courts. Yeah. Tennis well, no, I don't. Not, not. You're like, I don't tennis. <laughs> no, riding, I don't. Riding, <laughs> I don't. Riding Maybe stall. an acre, <laughs> acre five, there's one back there. <laughs> Baseball yeah. field. Yeah. Mine is like... It has a riding lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually kind of funny. I would want somebody else to drive that right. riding lawnmower. A sink in the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. doesn't take much for me. <laughs> but that does change. I mean, our first house, one of the requirements, or second house, one of the requirements was a dishwasher. That luxury. Was, that was luxury, right? Yeah, first house, all we wanted was a garage because right. we didn't, I had outside parking and so did you. We were like, ooh, one car garage. I'm calling it. Crazy. Yeah. And it was a single driveway, so we had to fight over who got there first. Oh, we did that, too, for our first house, our condo, one-car garage. <laughs> Rush home. Who gets the garage? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But when we bought our second house, we both got clickers. So we, like, burned rubber, and we both got there at, like, the same time. And we were both, like, hitting the clicker and vroom, right into the garage. I'm like, did we just do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> so I'm sure other people do that kind of stuff, too. What are some other kind of amenities that you think are like the move up kind of amenities that are people like, okay, my first house needs this, but then my second house needs that. What do you guys hear out there? Square footage, um, more private backyard, bigger backyard. I mean, that's what I looked for was at least another bedroom. I mean, I didn't move. My first house was in 2009 and then I moved up in 2015 and all I was honestly looking for was mature neighborhood with a big old backyard that I could do stuff in. And that was, and a big deck, a big deck and a big backyard because that's, I like to be outside and grilling and having kids and a dog. It's just, that's exactly, and pretty much the only thing I was looking for on my next house. Katie, what would your next house look like? Um, I would say like outdoor kitchen would be be so amazing right that might be my next house (laughs) (laughs) outdoor kitchen yeah outdoor kitchen's on the list for sure um that extra car garage i think would be really nice just for like either storage ryan my husband would say a boat a boat a boat Uh but uh we're 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 gonna postpone that for you know another decade (laughs) 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 or so yeah but yeah that those two things would be, I bet it when I think, you know, that, that outdoor kitchen, I'm just like, oh, mm. then I would, I amazing. was just thinking about how much would I actually use it? Depends where it's located, right? But if it's in Wisconsin, depends you have on what six you months have of the year that you're kitchen. not Kate outside. is really, really social though. So, I mean, if you had it in the right sure. place, you'd use it all the time. I yeah. Think. Or yeah. I just send Ryan out there to cook. <laughs> that way I don't have to <laughs> clean the kitchen. What would you have in your outdoor kitchen? Would you have a... A black stone and a smoker and a, what's in your outdoor kitchen? I picture like black stone first, mm, right? Absolutely. With the uh, with a little sink there, countertop, but then smoke, smoker eventually. Yeah. Yeah, smoker eventually because smoked meat is so good. Absolutely. So. What's the black stone you just mentioned? 
Uh, the Blackstone's a flat top griddle. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Cold rolled steel. Yep, I know. What you're I have one, about. and it is awesome. You have one? Oh, yeah. oh, oh man, yeah. that's awesome. I prep a lot of meals on the Blackstone, and a lot of meals in the in the smoker. Yeah, that's never. like ninety percent of our meals that we eat. I mean, you can cook anything mm-hmm. on there. You can. Now I'm concerned that Matt's going to go yeah, yeah I'm just like, he's gonna get one. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm like, I just, I like the little little. Cook just went, and I know he's going to go. Well, if you don't want to smell up your house with bacon or something, cook your bacon on the Blackstone, pancakes, Philly cheesesteaks, burgers, smash burgers, chicken sandwiches. Do you cook at other people's houses? I'm like Bill's cooking. (laughs) (laughs) I do do cook at other people's houses. And And I'll bring, like... You know, a couple already smoked like twelve pound pork butts over, and then shred them up in front of everybody, and then yeah. serve pulled pork. Wow, yeah, it sounds like you need an outdoor kitchen. Right? That would be perfect. So when you mentioned that, that actually sounds like you need our kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, a smoker come you can to come my use house. Right? We have <laughs> a nice deck. Yeah. <laughs> Very lonely. <laughs> you to cook on it. <laughs> All right. So other kind of move up things. What were your move up things, Matt? Mm. Like private backyard. Privacy is huge, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always wanted that. That was one of the things. I feel like on my next house, I would want to be either within walking distance of my golf cart to the <laughs> golf course or be actually on the golf course because I love golf and that would be on my next checklist, I think. My brother got the his move up house was a indoor basketball court and the garage. Oh Three-car garage with the garage door to going out to the golf course off the back. That is wow. awesome. Yep. He has a rough life. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. But when you have your very own gym, don't you think that you feel guilty if you're not using it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it probably is like, oh, I got to be active. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Jacob? What did you want in your house? Uh, I think first and foremost for me is location. Like, I want that balance between having privacy, but also not being out in the woods. I want to be able to What's get wrong to... What's out in the woods? Because I hate driving. I don't want to yeah. get... I don't want to travel too far. I want to... Also, my wife is, like, definitely allergic to mosquitoes, so... Oh pissed we'd never go outside. <laughs> We're out in the woods. Uh, different life, maybe. But just being able to, like, go outside and quickly get to the things I want, but also live in a house that's not too cramped and, you know... Nice you neighborhood. Wonder if the, you wonder if that changes as you get older too. Look, like if, like maybe if I'm older, do I want to have a condo downtown Madison or somewhere that I can easy walking distance to things? I'm sure. Yeah, I can see that kind of developing because I mean, I know younger me would have never thought that that was a good idea, right. and older me is like, oh, that might be kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, if I was a, if I was a millionaire in my twenties, I would love to have like a condo right on the square, something like that. I mean, that would be the best. I used to live downtown. Right. And it was, it was the best. I lived in a little dump. It was <laughs> a little tiny, sh- like, junky. Bleep, bleep. Yeah. Little. <laughs> dump. Dump. <laughs> Maybe the wrong one. <laughs> Whatever. It was one of those. It wasn't great. But, but being next to everything and going to State Street and hanging out at a coffee shop every day. Ah, oh, I miss those days. Those were good days. But now, oh, now I'm in the. No. I really don't miss it that much. I, I, I love being home. Well, I worked from home back yeah. at that time. Yeah. So I got I can out. See that. I'd go sit at a coffee shop for an hour. I'd sit at Starbucks and then I'd go walk to another coffee shop. And <laughs> then just I'd coffee hop. Go to Michelangelo's. Yeah. And then, yeah, go to, go to Collectivo and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So very, you actually worked from home. You worked from, oh, you worked yeah. from the coffee shops, not from home. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they say that uh, being by a Starbucks can add to a home's value. Mm-hmm. So, mm. what house is not by a Starbucks at this <laughs> point? They're everywhere. There wasn't one in Cottage Grove. Really? No, there Mm-mm. wasn't. I bet that's next because you noticed they put in like three around town recently, yeah. like three or four. Yeah. Wh- which town? Oh, I guess. Sorry, Madison. Um, and then there's there's like two in Ma- more in Madison now. Yeah. One more in Fitchburg. And then, I don't know, maybe there's another one somewhere. I just saw the one on Fish Hatch that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Mm. I had somebody give me, like, a free Starbucks coffee. That's, and so I downloaded the app, and I've got it on my phone, and I'm re- ready. 
I just haven't been like seen the Starbucks because we're always in like Sun Prairie. So. There's one in Sun Prairie. Does it say Sun Prairie? Where? One? Where is it? Off right on Grand, Grand Avenue. Uh, oh. That mall, like right Monks. Yeah, right over oh. by Costco. Well, yeah. then I'll the, just have to drive through and get my free go. coffee. <laughs> the only problem with that Starbucks is that the line is so long all the time. Mm. Like it never, it never slows down. It's I think they put a Starbucks in Rapids too. Yeah, they did. So there you go. Starbucks? And I just have to find the app on my phone. It's been a minute. <laughs> I'm like, I think I have something free. They'll be like, no. Inspired. Yep. And like order it through the app and then just go pick it up. <gasps> I'm going to have to I think I had very one too Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, Matt doesn't even drink coffee, but now we just have to go order yeah, ourselves just some to get coffee. My if I drink a cup of coffee, it feels like I'm having a heart attack <laughs> and I have Parkinson's all at once. I mean, oh I literally God. just sit here and I'm, I'm like holding my chest. Like I cannot really? handle coffee. Oh, Did you drink soda? Yeah, see, I can <laughs> do soda. Yeah, Katie's a co- coffee connoisseur. Oh, I can't do it. If I, I just have my second cup for the day. Yeah. It tastes so good, but then I feel so bad. You feel wow. so bad. Katie usually just has an IV of coffee running right through. <laughs> yeah, I need it. I'm like, give me my drugs. <laughs> need my caffeine. <laughs> I don't know how I'd function without caffeine. Yeah. See, yeah. See, you feel me. You get it. I'm a goof. I drink decaf, but I like it. Drink it's water. Warm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Water. Ugh. Water. A lot of water. It tastes like water. It's a watered <laughs> it down. It tastes like water. It's a watered down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Should we kind of switch over more into new construction? We did have a new construction speaker at our team meeting today. We did. So what were some of the things that you picked up from that? Inventory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually having inventory now and mm-hmm. stuff that's spec homes are on the market now. A couple of new neighborhoods coming up with Viridian anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's down exciting. in McFarland and, and Cross Plains. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're buying a bunch of lots and they're starting to build quite a bit now. So yeah. inventory is going to go back up. Yeah, so they'll start to be spec homes again. Right. And, uh, which which is actually really nice for those folks that don't have time to build, but they want something newer. So nice. Mm-hmm. Or they can at least walk through it and have something to see and be like, oh, well, I like that, but I want to move this here and move this there. I mean, really, so. if they bought now, picked out their lot, now they'd be in spring. So they Six would probably months. get to choose their finishes and stuff, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they had a whole bunch of uh, moving ready houses on our list. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Those will sell. They also yeah. opened up uh, more lots in um, Autumn Lakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh. Autumn Lakes. That one's been coming for a long time. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. They said that there's um, there's even a few homes that can kind of do like the 320 to 325 price point, which is pretty amazing. So to be able to get a new home in that price range. And it's mm-hmm. not like a twin home. It's an actual single family house. Wow. So oh, wow. How the market has changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So wow. So Get in and do that. So it's. What she say like about the lumber? She said that lumber has kind of uh, evened out, but all of the other stuff, stuff has yeah. kind of gone bananas. So, if it's not one thing, it's another. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think they're going to drop the price of the houses based on lumber fluctuations either. Hey Jacob, is there something on your new construction that you overpaid for just because you wanted it? Uh yeah, the house. yeah, the house, <laughs> the house, the <laughs> land <Entire> thing. <laughs> oh my god. When I look at the price uh, of our house right now, and yeah. then I look at like other houses that have the same bedroom, bathroom, square footage, I'm like, oh, oh God, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying so much more than what houses are going for right now. Oh, jeez. But I'm well, not. You get what you want. Yeah, I'm not leaving. So, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think. I don't think. I mean, according to what my builder said, that they they don't like just fluctuate the prices with the market you know lumber prices are spiking they're not going to change the prices all the time so mm-hmm. it's more of like a gradual incline okay. so i don't know how much exactly uh the cost of my house was impacted by the the exact current market conditions i just know it costs a lot and i'm like freaking out <laughs> i just rem- remember they were like okay if you can lock in now it'll be like ten thousand dollars cheaper because the price is going up so that they was kind did. of one of the things that pushed true. to be like okay let's do it now because yep. if we wait it's going to be ten thousand more yep so what was the one yeah. thing you that you uh wanted that you didn't know you wanted when you bought, when you started building your house hmm um what i didn't know i wanted but then you realize you could have it, and you're like, "Oh, I gotta oh, have that. Oh, I want oh, it oh, now. Oh, I gotta have that." 
Uh, come back to me because it's been so long. I've had so many decisions. <laughs> Do you have a screened-in porch? We have a sunroom. Oh. That's, I mean, that's it. Is it not like, nice. oh, my God. Yeah. I, would, I, ba- I want that. Did you finish the basement? I don't remember. Uh, no. we, did, we did not. But you got taller ceilings or something? We did. We elevated the ceilings yeah. to nine foot. But I wanted that for my whole life Yeah. because I had that at one of my houses, and I was like, yes. Yeah. I had a buddy uh, who just recently built on Bergamont, and in his basement he built all glass with an exhaust fan poker room. So him and his buddies smoke sealed cigars. off, can smoke cigars in there, and the <laughs> wife would not get angry, and they can sit there and watch sports and play poker and just smoke a cigar if they wanted one. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's hardcore. He's got an awesome house. Sounds does that like change does he have an outdoor? Does he have an outdoor uh, no. kitchen? No, oh. but he does have the same smoker I have. <laughs> I told him to buy it, and he went out and bought it. <laughs> You're an instigator. Yep. What's your name again? Beezizzle? <laughs> Be Grizzle. Bizzle Grizzle. Bizzle Grizzle. Write that down, yes. With a Z. How do you spell that? Two Zs, one L. Two Zs, one L. All right. I got an answer for you now. Okay. All right. I didn't know I wanted the, I, oh my gosh, what's it called? The ARC20 air purifier oh, yeah. thing. Mm. That's standard. It's standard in the Tim O'Brien houses, but I didn't know I wanted that so bad. Now I'm super excited because supposedly it's going to constantly make my house smell fresh and clean and clean it out all the time, which is like pretty awesome. Especially Did you do the instant hot water heater? Mm -mm. Uh, Or regular water heater? We got a larger hot water heater, Mm -hmm. um, but we didn't do the instant one. Tim O'Brien won't do it. Oh, because of efficiency? Yeah, because it destroys your efficiency in your home. Hmm. Yeah, but I think we did get the recirculating thing, mm-hmm. so I have the pump, instant yeah, recirculating pump, the instant hot water. See, that's it's still amazing. instant. Yeah, you can do add you, that to any hot water. Do here. you set? No, I'm being naive. Uh, do you set like a timer when you periodically shower? So if you set the timer for like six o'clock in the morning, is it just instantly there, or is that a different animal? I think it's just instantly there. Yeah. It's al- it almost seems like it's the water circulator that Jacob's talking about. It's a pump that recirculates the hot water throughout your pipes. Oh, wow. You can, I think you can add that to any house. Yeah. Yeah. So it just it just takes the hot water from your hot water heater, throws it through your pipes, and then just keeps going so that wow. you just always have, you just turn on the water and it's hot, hmm. which is pretty much the same thing as a tankless. I mean, mm-hmm. in effect of what it's supposed to do. Right. Right. Yeah. We should do that. I know. We should do that because our last couple houses, it's like, Still not hot, still not hot, still not hot. <laughs> and then burning hot, scalding. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. like super scalding, like surprise. Our water is like that too. Like it will burn your skin off if you're I'm not careful. I'm pretty sure you get, there's a setting on the hot water heater. Yeah, there is. Yeah. The inspector told yeah, us, but I was like, no, it's fine. Now I yeah. wish we nah, had a long time ago, but whatever. Yeah, it's fine. They may come on an inspector ins- inspection at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. You know, another little simple upgrade that anybody can do that I didn't know I wanted until I started investigating is a whole house surge protector. Yes. On mm. the panel. Yeah. On the panel itself. Yep. Um, I didn't know that thing existed. I was just thinking, I was like, I wish it existed. Cause I was trying to figure out when I'm like installing, like, okay, my TV's going to go here and all my ele- expensive electronics are here. But then I'm like, okay, in the future, everything will be an expensive electronic. So do I need surge protectors on every outlet in my house? And then I realized, no, you can just have like a main surge protector for your entire house. Wow. That's cool. In mm-hmm. 1990, yeah. when did we build the, have the house in Richmond Hill? I don't know, whatever year that was, late 90s. Late 90s, they actually ran a separate circuit to the box. And that, that circuit breaker had its own um, surge protector on it. So it's so they've been around for a while. Similar thing, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. it wasn't the whole panel, it was just that circuit. It makes sense to me. Another thing we should do. <laughs> we keep talking. We're going to have a whole list of stuff to do. Well, there's <laughs> always, that's the thing with home ownership. There's always stuff to do. So if you don't. When it changes, technology changes. Yeah, it totally does. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can totally be like, okay, I'm going to have it all ready so that I could, what was it? CAD five cables or whatever. CAD five. CAD mm-hmm. five. Where everybody had to have that and you wanted to have it in every room. And now it's like, well, there's Wi-Fi now, yo. Right. So, <laughs> But then if enough kids, and then when our kids are on the Wi-Fi and Jen's on the Wi-Fi and I'm on the Wi-Fi, it drains it down. So I actually ran a 
separate run for yeah, our TV. We now have mm-hmm. the separate runs. So I think all my TVs are hardwired just yeah. because it's way faster. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have fiber optic, so the Wi-Fi is usually mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah. But if everybody's on, it still draws it down a little bit. Sure. Mm-hmm. And somebody's anal. Not me. <laughs> Not at all. All right. So we have had, um, I've always had the thought that, you know, in real estate, when you have like an open house and you have what you might say, unquote, is a nosy neighbor. Like I've always told our agents, you know, they're they're really not nosy neighbors. They're actually great people to talk to. You can find out more about the neighborhood and mm-hmm. maybe they're thinking about purchasing. And recently, Bill had an interaction with someone like that. Do you want to talk about that a little, Bill? Sure, yeah. So one of our lead generation systems that's not Zillow, so we have no idea who's calling, why they're calling, what they're calling about. So we're literally a- answering the question or answering the phone kind of like the old days of real estate. Olden days. So you answer the phone, and this guy, he's just, hey, there's a house on Rustling Oaks. How much that up for sale for i was like uh, <laughs> do you got an address sir and he's like no it's wrestling oaks it's on the corner of wrestling oaks and autumn lane i was like okay so i was actually in front of my computer I, I pulled it up and i told him i said well that's got an offer on it already um no more showings available for it and he's like well what it sell for i was like well i don't know that yet he's like okay thanks and i was like well <laughs> hold on i was like what are you trying to do? What are you looking for? Are you looking at other homes in the McFarland area? He's like, no, I was just pretty much interested in that one. And then it kind of clicked to me. I was like, are you a neighbor? Like uh, it just, to me, it's like, are you a neighbor? And he's like, yeah, I live on Autumn Lane, about 10 (laughs) houses down. I was like, okay. I said, so are you looking to possibly sell in the future? And he's like, well, yeah, I've met with a few agents. I didn't like them. They're all pretentious and (laughs) <laughs> they didn't like my house. And I said, well, that's fine. I said, I can, you know, stop by, take a look at your house. We clicked very well, just on all common ground that we were talking about. And he was just like, yeah, come on out. Like, so I got a listing presentation on Monday with him. And it's just going that extra step before he hangs up the phone on you. Because those people that are calling actually need or want something. And it's just trying to figure out what it is before they hang up on you. And they're in all different kind of parts of the funnel, you know, whether they're just kind of peeking around, right. getting information, or if they're ready for an appointment. Right. But it's really digging in and helping people and making sure that you're getting them what they want. Yeah, just making sure you ask the right questions. I mean, you got to think on your feet quick on those. Um, but if you do it the right way, I mean, they're pretty easy. I wouldn't say easy opportunities, but they're opportunities that are right there and their motivation to sell are pretty quick because they're looking around, so. Well, I think, too, if somebody's calling in to find out what their neighbor's house is worth instead of just looking on Zillow, there's motivation. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's almost more motivation that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy was kind of loose cannon, so I don't know if, if he even knows Zillow existed. He just probably Googled <laughs> their name and uh, just don't tell him. called don't us. Tell <laughs> right? So who knows? <laughs> don't, I don't tell know. him. That's hilarious. He sounded like a good guy, so we'll get along. Yeah, that'll be good. I know we did condo projects. We always had neighbors coming over to see if stuff was selling for, which is fine. They may have somebody that wanted to live next to them, and you know, it happens. I got a listing like that once. Yeah, tell us about it. Um, I listed a house in uh, Marshall, mm. and then the oh, neighbors Marshall. down the street came to the open house and saw a bunch of people there, and they were like, I was like, oh, hey, you know, are you guys buying? And, act- and they were like, actually, we're neighbors. And got a solid listing out of that. Yeah, yeah. and they were s- and they bought and sold. Nice. Yes. So super, and they were some of my favorite clients of all time. I remember them. Oh, the kindest people. Those people just make it worth it. The mm-hmm. nice people. Did they have the White House on the corner? Uh, yeah, on yes. the corner. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And I remember yeah. the drone went up and over the house, and you could see the lake behind it. Yeah, nice, pl- nice, nice place. Hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of just rolling it back. That's why we were always like, you know, it's not a nosy neighbor. I think some people kind of teach that, and it's like, that's not it. You're right. there to help folks, and people, you know, want just information, and they want to learn. So be a good human, yeah? Be genuine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not pretentious. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Yeah, that's why we clicked. He's just like, you seem like a down-to-earth guy. I'm like, I am. I'll, I'll shoot <laughs> you straight. I am honest with you. But at the end of the day, like, I'm genuine. And he's just like, that's what I'm looking for. He's like, come on over Monday, 1 o'clock. I'm like, great. Monday at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Well, that's very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we want a Princess Jen or we want to talk about the market a little bit? I want to do Princess Jen. Princess Jen. Princess Jen. Princess Jen. under here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Katie's done a Princess Jen yet, so it should be entertaining. Oh, Katie will be really good at Princess Jen. I'm sure oh. she will. Let's see how she does. I'm not even worried about All it. All the pressure is here. It's a good thing it's recorded. So you're yeah. so lucky, Katie, because all of the um, agents that we have that go through streamlined training, their last assignment <laughs> is Princess Jen. And or they have King Matter. Yeah. They have to write an offer for Princess Jen, and she has unlimited funds and is extremely demanding and, you know, wants everything that she wants. And then they have to figure out these crazy scenarios to try and um, put it together. You're recording this, right? Oh, Kay. snap. I forgot. From the top. Can we do this Facebook Live From the one? top. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> singing it in my head so that I don't sing it out loud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, okay. That's right. Bizzle Grizzle will jump in and help you out. I don't think that's the right kind of music. What's your rap name? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Lil KG. Lil KG. My middle name's Grace, so we're going to go with that. KG. All right. And your rap name was Jacob? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, my goodness. Come on now, homie. DJ Thorwolf? (laughs) Jay Wolf. Thorwolf. Matt? I don't have one. Oh, come on. Wolfman Jake? (laughs) Matt, you need to have a rap name. King Porn. There you go. There you go. What? King Porn. Oh, I thought I heard a P where the K was supposed to be. (laughs) That's what I definitely heard. (laughs) (laughs) Bill and I were about to stroke out over here. (laughs) Ping corn? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't get it. Ping corn. corn. (laughs) Okay, anyways. Ooh, I got hot. (laughs) 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 I'm trying to sweat over here. That's amazing. It's turning red. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're back. I know. My rap name was MC Jenny G because my middle name also has a G. But you don't want to share what it is? (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. I'm named after my mother. All right. <laughs> so, and it's not Grace. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. So now we've got everybody's George? rap name. Yeah. G Unit. G Unit. Yes. Gertrude. No, not George. Are you going to guess it? Gertrude? No. no. <laughs> You'll never guess it in a million oh. bazillion years. I can. I will. Gloria. Mm-mm. That's pretty. Gloria. Right? Jennifer Gloria. No. Jennifer. All right, so Princess Jen, she has questions, and her question is about a house that she needs to sell, to buy, but she uh, wants the house, but she's potentially subject to sale. What are you going to say to her to make her get the house, knowing that she has unlimited funds? Okay. Well, Jen... Princess, Princess Jen. Jen. Oh, I'm sorry, Princess. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Princess Jen. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Princess Jen. Um, since you do have funds available, it's best that we not do a sale of property contingency if you can. Just because there are a lo- there is a lot of But I have to sell it. I have to oh, sell it. Oh, that's totally Katie, fine. I have to sell it. Okay. I'll sell it for you. I promise you. I'll get it sold. Okay. You promise? I promise. It'll be sold. So, the, but with, the, with that, if you really, really, really want this house, mm-hmm. I think we should not do a sale of property contingency. But I have to sell it. That's okay. We'll still sell it. We'll sell it right after you get but an offer. But what if I don't sell it? But what if? Well, I don't think you actually really need to worry about that too much because you got me and I'm going to sell it for you. Mm. You got to trust me. Okay, princess? <laughs> and then what happens if it, if it doesn't sell and Keys then I have the to moat. go ask my daddy for money? And he'll be so mad, he'll send, like, bad things to you. <laughs> oh, really? Guido. What kind of things will he send? Stop. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be throwing the moat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Actually, maybe my teammate, um, Matt Cornstead. 
It's king corn. I'm sorry. I will. Um, I will have king corn. Well, corn handle this for me if if it comes to that. He will be my bodyguard. No, no. I'm sorry. Just kidding. Um, I'm not going the moat. Anyways, I really, I, I just need you to trust me, okay? Let's take a deep breath together. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Oh, oh that's did that backwards. Okay, now you trust me, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So what we're going to do, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. You got to trust me. I'll tell you what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to sell your house, and we're going to get you this house that you really, really love. But we but cannot. When do you have my house sold by? Well, Because like, I don't want to have to, like, double move. Okay. Oh, yeah. I totally understand. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to put in an offer with a 60-day period before closing. That way we have enough time to get your house sold, okay? Uh-huh. And then you're going to close on your new house and your old or not your old house, but your current house on the same day. Mm-hmm. That way you do not have to own two homes at once. Ooh, I like. That's what we're going to do. So you ready to get started? Uh-huh. Okay, let's do it. Woohoo! That was Man. way too easy. Yeah. Princess Jen was uh, a. Uh, but see, you know how to handle Princess Jen. I do. I've had some princesses in my time <laughs> in real estate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've yeah. never had to say "breathe with me," but it's come close. <laughs> it's come close to that. Breathe with me in and out. I noticed you talked about trust a lot. How do you use that when you're really working with clients? Do you ever say that? Um. Yeah, I I have before. Usually, it's not. Uh, I don't usually have to. Because it's like implied without saying that word. But in this case, I, I, I think she needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think usually I wouldn't probably say, trust me. I think I would just say, you know, like, this is what we're going to do. And like present a plan. Mm-hmm. What was of- the scenario with Princess Jen and Bill? Princess Jen, there was a pool mm-hmm. at the new house that she wanted removed. But we were putting in an offer in February. Mm-hmm. And she did not want to move I wanted in. it removed, and I wanted my grass, grass. in. It yeah. had to be in. And since it was a competitive offer, I pretty much flat out told Jen to her face, they're not going to remove that pool and put in sod in the middle of winter in Wisconsin. It's just not feasible. <laughs> I said, we'll do that in May. Let's just acquire the house first. But Katie got it mm-hmm. off easy on that one. But didn't you, you also said something about that your dad could, like, escrow money or your dad could, like, pay for that after the fact or right yep. somehow yeah i think out. we talked about escrowing it with your dad's money because it was all her dad's money in a trust and so i called her dad and talked yeah, to I her made dad him call princess or king corn <laughs> yeah, also yeah. <laughs> so i called oh the gosh. dad i asked i mean what her allowance was on this house pretty <laughs> much and so yeah i mean it was a i, I mean i didn't mind the princess jen i, I just I think the you're the room. only person that ever told me straight up that no i no, couldn't have can't that. do it that's mm-hmm. uh that can be a good thing or a bad thing with me, I guess. <laughs> I'm very I'm very forward. <laughs> That's good, I yeah. think. Why waste yeah. time? But right? I mean yeah. in that particular situation you needed somebody that was gonna be like, right. Look, right. let me shoot you straight. If you put that in there, the likelihood you're gonna get the offer accepted, not so great. Correct. And yeah. you said you want this under all costs. Like you have right. to have this house. So, so we I'm just can't do it. Right. So that's what he said and I was like, That's a really good answer. Mm. Yeah. That's good. So being brave. Good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Where do you want to go, Jacob? You want to do the Disney World? Th- sure. I would love to go to Disney World. Got a whole sad story about that. Oh, no. oh <laughs> can we hear the sad story? Me too. No, you don't want to hear my sad story. both have sad stories? Yeah. You have a sad <laughs> well, Disney World story? Yeah, mine was really sad, though. Mine's, yeah. mine's more sad. Oh. Oh, let's oh all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is terrible. Oh. I mean, I don't mind talking about it. Don't feel uncomfortable about it either. But, I mean, so. <laughs> Maybe we should have to Somebody died, didn't they? No. Oh. So, oh. Okay, we had never been we had never been on a family vacation and I was 13, and my sister was 15, and it so happens we were finally going to Florida to Disney World. Or we weren't even going to Disney World. It was more like Bush Gardens, what, like, older yeah. kids were doing. And then, like, two weeks before we left, like, my parents said they were getting divorced. Oh, <laughs> so we, no. So we still went down there as a family, but it was just like, this is pretty terrible. <laughs> I don't know, Jacob. That's pretty <laughs> It was <laughs> pretty bad. Dang. And nobody would like to ride roller coasters, so I literally went on all these rides by myself. Yeah, so it was wasn't a great trip to Florida. (laughs) 
<laughs> you haven't been back since, have you? I have. Okay. Uh, we go a lot, actually, yeah. now. So it's And it's much more happy than that. <laughs> the happiest place in the world. Right. I might, All right, Jacob. I might be able to top that. Ooh, here we go. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jen and Matt probably know this story. I know Jen definitely knows the story. I think Matt, Matt knows the story. So two, two years ago, uh, my wife and I were going to go to Disneyland in Paris mm. for our honeymoon. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he says, yeah. Just wait. It was great. It, well, <laughs> it was also for Halloween. It was Halloween week. We had these, this, you know, VIP Halloween thing going on. Uh, plan was to land in Paris, take a nap, and head to Disneyland that night. Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to the trip, I started getting a headache, and then the headache just grew worse and worse till the day before the flight or the day the morning of the flight. I was like, ah, this is really bad. So I went to the emergency. I went to urgent care. They said go to the ER. This is all in Paris. No, this is in America. This is America, yeah. And they did a they did a CAT scan and they did everything. And they're like, I don't know, it's just a headache. You're good. Go for it. So I flew out there, horrible oh. flight, super bad headache. It was awful. And landed, um, still a bad headache, got to Disneyland, and we walked for like 10 minutes. And I, I, we watched the fireworks. I couldn't even look at the fireworks because they were just like killing me looking at it. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. We got to go. So I went back to the Airbnb, and then the next day uh, Anna knew that it was like, Something was really wrong because I was not getting out of bed. Then I went to the hospital in Paris, which was a freaking scary nightmare because they took me by ambulance and oh my god, they shoved me in this area with all these other people like screaming in French and moaning and I don't know what's going on. Us <laughs> in the waiting Does the room. ambulance? <laughs> 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 I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> laughing at the time. But then we're like, we got to get out of here. So then we ran away and we hopped an Uber to the American <laughs> Paris hospital. There's like an American version. They speak English there. Got in there and then they pumped me full of morphine. And uh, the doctor just said, oh, it is just a headache. It is nothing. You People oh get God. sick. Get over it. Whatever. Go home. Mm-hmm. And my eye was starting to get red. And then by the next day, my eye had like swollen oh shut. God. And uh, then I was like, well, now it's game over. So our... Our $10,000 plus savings and honeymoon expenses was just gone because we were going to London. We had all these. We're going to go to a concert on Halloween night in London. And we had all this stuff. And so we hopped the plane. And then I tried to get on the plane. And then they kicked me off. Because they saw my face. So <laughs> they saw messed. your face? Yeah. Just that time. <laughs> they really face. Yeah. They're like, you're not safe to fly. And I'm like, oh. I have to get home. I'm like pounding <laughs> headache. Eye is like just swollen shut. It's super gross. I'm getting like specks all over my face of like something popping. Oh boy. What movie was that? With <laughs> yeah. the, was that Hitch with Will Smith? Yes. 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 That's what I picture. Yes. <laughs> I got pictures. I'll show you later. Uh, and then, so then I go to the, I go to the um, doctor inside of the German airport. Oh my God. Because mm. I was able to go from Paris to Germany. And then I had to stay a night in Germany in their like airport hospital, which I didn't know it existed. Oh. And then the next day, in order to get home, um, I bought a headband and like an eye sleeper thing. And mm. I just put that over my face and got on the plane and uh, just didn't let the, the flight attendant see my face. This sounds terrible. Till we were way like halfway over the ocean. And then I took it off and then they saw it. But I was like, what you going to do now? I'm getting home. Right. <laughs> um, oh my! What you gonna do now? Yeah. So anyhow, got off the. P- <laughs> yeah. Buy over the ocean. <laughs> there you are. Got off the plane and then uh, connected at O'Hare. Had to be wheelchaired to the next spot. Finally got to the hospital in in some prairie, the one down the street there, whatever it is, American UW Health mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they looked at my face and they're like, "You got shingles." Oh. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So I had shingles in my eye, and uh, no wonder you had such a bad headache. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, and so it caused uh, permanent damage to my oh. eye. That's why I'm wearing glasses. Wow! You think they'd recognize shingles in any country? Right. It was in the early stages, mm-hmm. and it was just like just kind of swollen up just a little bit, and mm. I don't know. I, shingles follows a nerve line, right? Yeah. Just, so it's only half your face. Right. Yeah. Um, and I still go to the eye doctor almost. About once a month, if not more frequently. Holy cow. For the last so, two years. Yeah, you win, man. Your story's better. Yeah. <laughs> so the vision in one eye is worse than the other. 
Oh, yeah, a lot. Okay, because of that. Like a lot, a lot? Like negative 10? Or what are we talking about? Uh, I don't know what it is. Oh. It, they don't look that thick. No, the, the, it's a, it's um. well, part of the, part of the vision is that my uh, nerve endings dried mm-hmm. out or mm-hmm. like fried. Mm-hmm. So like I don't, my eye doesn't lubricate itself enough. So it's always super dry. Um, but gotcha. then there's like scarring and stuff on it too. Mm. And I don't know. I don't know what my vision is, but. That's a good story. Well, wow. the story is don't that's go intense. to Disneyland. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that, that took a lot of the podcast up. So there's our <laughs> Disney World Dang. story. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Magical place. So someday. Once, oh. once it's you know, once this house is built and everything's back in order, we're gonna go make up that Disney World trip and we'll do it right. Do it all, yeah. You need a redo, mm-hmm. real bad. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, do over Disneyland. <sighs> okay, so let's talk about real estate. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's end it. Let's end it with um, the same questions I ask every agent at the end of these episodes. Uh, so Katie and Bill. Um, I want you to each give one piece of advice for a seller and one piece of advice advice for a buyer in today's uh, market conditions. I think um, from my process, or from my standpoint, one for the seller would be to really appreciate and have a partnership with the realtor that you decide to go with because that is a road. I feel like selling your home is very. F- frustrating slash stressful. And I think if you have somebody on your side that you really can lean on and that you have a true partnership with on the seller side of things, I think that goes a long way in calming everybody down and getting your house sold. So I think that is what I like. Cool. Um, I think for the sellers, I would say go ahead and sell now. I mean, now, now's the time to sell, Um, you know, Inventory is improving a little bit, but um, there's it's still low inventory, and there's still a lot of buyers out looking that weren't able to get anything this summer. So I say list your house. Now is the time to get an offer over asking price before the holidays mm-hmm. come in, um, which, I mean, we'll still be selling then too, so um, consider that as well. But And then for buyers, I would say those of you who got sick and tired of the market that we were dealing with this summer – like, come back. It's better now. <laughs> like, it's it's actually a lot better. I'm, I'm working with buyers who have had a chance at property. So I think that, you know, I don't think buyers. Back. I don't think buyers should settle. I mean, they got a list of what they want in a house, and they've just seen the market lately, and they're just like, well, we're going to have to settle for not having this. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think the buyers should hold out until they get the house they actually want instead of being pressured into a house that – doesn't meet all their specifications. Yeah. If anybody is pressuring a buyer into a house, they're not doing their job. Correct. Mm-hmm. Bye now. Mm-hmm. Peace. Okay. See ya. <laughs> Bizzle awesome. <Grizzle>. Oh. And <laughs> 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 up to my mute. What? Dude, the mute club. Oh, I'm like, what are you talking the about? The mute club, right? No, the mute button. The mute button. The mute button. The mute I don't know about you that. You know what I meant, right? <laughs> oh, brother. All right, I'm going to have to mute Jen. <laughs> Thank All right. you. Thank bye. you. Hey. Cut off. Take care. Yeah, bye. See you later. Bye-bye. You guys know the drill. Home team for you. Dot com. Peace out. Stairs. Stewart's email to come across.